Welcome back to Designers in Progress with your hosts, Kieran and Ollie, the founders of the Student Design Showcase. We're two graduate designers currently studying for our masters on a mission to inspire and showcase student designers' work across the world. With exciting guests joining us along the way, we'll be talking about the journey of a young designer, providing useful insights into how you can improve. So if you want to learn more about the ever-changing world of design, be sure to stick around. Hey guys, and welcome to our first ever Designers in Progress podcast. We're so excited to have you guys as a part of this. Today, we're going to be talking about how the showcase came to be, including this podcast, an introduction to who myself and Oliver are, and also the future of the showcase page and what we hope this podcast is going to come to. So the Student Design Showcase page, we've been going for about six weeks, actually. Um, It's been going really well. So we started off... Um, just the two of us having an idea, thinking about how the coronavirus is getting everybody down and how we missed out on just some really, really major opportunities with presenting our, our final year work. And I think it sort of grew like a seed from that. And from then, it's been it's been growing ever since. And uh, it's been absolutely fantastic seeing everybody's amazing, amazing work. And I think just really hard work from both of us trying to to put everything in has has made it become what we are today and I think we're just coming over 7.5 thousand followers which is absolutely amazing. We feel so humbled and proud that we've managed to grow this community which is just always looking out for other designers and students and being able to showcase their work and help to give them tutorials to improve themselves, inspire them to do better and then showcase their work at the end of it so we're very humbled by the reception we've been given and we hope that this podcast is just going to add to that even more and help us become the go-to place for student designers. Yeah, at the end of the day, that's what we want is we want to create a place where um, everyone can be anyone and everyone can post their work, everyone can, can bring something new to the table that someone else will appreciate and just create a hub which everyone gets to benefit from, especially for designers. So if you're listening to this podcast right now and you're wondering, what the hell are you talking about Instagram page? If you go onto Instagram and search Student Design Showcase, you'll find us with the ones with the yellow logo and the little black box uh, text in the middle. And just give us a follow and uh, hopefully you'll see, see how good we are at posting such amazing design work every day and tutorials. So um, I think we should talk about a little bit about ourselves. So... I'm um, I'm a third year graduate now, going into my masters, and we'll both actually be be studying up in Northumbria soon. So um, I started uh, back in Bangor University three two years now, um, doing product design, which was an absolutely amazing amazing opportunity, uh, and my my passion really grew from then in circular design. So I've always been um, a bit of an eco warrior, and that that's really where my passion grew in Bangor, just working with some really interesting companies, getting to to do some really interesting projects as well alongside circular design. Um, And that's, yeah, that's pretty much me summed up. So that was Oliver just speaking, and I'm Kieran, and I'm the same. So I went to Bangor University, studied product design. And uh, rather than go down the circular route like Oliver did, I'm definitely much more of a business-driven person. I really enjoy looking at how businesses can innovate and become better in the future and that's really going to become apparent now with the course I'm taking at Northumbria which is multidisciplinary innovation so I'm looking at how businesses can uh, 
can step up the game and sort of innovate the ways they do things, the products they're coming out with, and just make a better future for everybody, hopefully. So I'm very excited to start that course up in Newcastle. And yeah, so we've had a lot of you guys actually comment in the feed which we've like been putting out recently about what we should do the podcast on. And loads of you guys have been talking about us opening up about what our third year projects was and how our third year projects are sort of like helping us now. So I think me and Ollie are going to talk a little bit now about our personal third year projects and why we chose them, etc. So Ollie, do you want to start with your amazing smart pin? <laughs> yeah, so um, for my third year project, um, as you know, I, I like circular design, so I, I sort of went down that route. And to be honest, I spent the entire summer um, leading up to that project absolutely clueless on what I was going to do. I didn't have an idea. And for a third year student, it's probably quite worrying. And um, I think deep down, I was probably a little worried myself. But then I spoke to my lecturer one day, uh, I think it was probably on the first day back, and he told me that he'd been approached by a guy who wanted to build some sort of amazing new bin design that could um, completely crush your how your waste for you and I thought that sounds like a really interesting opportunity um, there's a lot of shortcomings and a lot of challenges but eventually it sort of grew and developed and took um, a completely different direction really and it ended up ended up growing from um, a basic bin into a home smart device which can be placed inside your kitchen and it simply tells you and gives you correct directions on how to recycle uh, remove and rinse your materials correctly, um, giving you updates on what uh, is going on in you know in your council area, and obviously this is obviously um, restricted to the UK and sort of certain counties. So it it meant that if you're living in a different county which accepts different materials, um, it's giving you all that information, and it it's 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 really blowing out really. Um, at the moment, I'm hoping to develop it now up in Newcastle, and I'm working closely with the Welsh government and with a few of the councils in the area as well hopefully to get it off the grounds it's yeah it's really exciting no as i mean as your friend throughout the course i've got to say to everyone it was such a cool project and the final actual product he came up with was just this beautiful sleek looking idea you can put in a kitchen show your waste to and very neatly organized so i think we uh we definitely helped each other out when it came to it really i think that's what it got what, what got us through the entire year yeah, is probably 100%. being there for each other yeah we definitely as a small group of us and we all just helped each other out criticized each other when we needed to be criticized and it definitely helped push us so if any of you guys yeah, are listening, think, get yourself yeah. a good group of friends exactly to being just just having someone else to talk to instead of yourself talking to a wall all day um, makes the difference. And God, I think actually I probably respect the opinions of my friends actually more than the opinions of my lecturers sometimes because I know you guys can be a bit brutally honest, whereas I felt like sometimes the lecturers can hold back a little. So it was, yeah, it was really beneficial. I'm glad they held back for you, mate. <laughs> <laughs> and now, uh, so my third year project was, again, of a different route, so... I, when I was younger, I used to take a bit more medication because uh, I've got epilepsy. So I realised that um, there's no way of checking once you've left the household if you've taken your medication that morning. Every day just rolls into one. So you're sat at school and you're just wondering, like, did I take my tablets? And then your parents are texting you, asking, and 
I mean, my parents worried more than I did at the time. But especially growing up, you then start to wonder why hasn't anyone come up with a solution to this. So I created this special pill box where it would alert you when it was time for you to take your medication. You'd um, you'd see it through Google Calendar, and then you'd press a button. It would spin to the correct day, dispense your medication, and then send an update to Google Calendar for you and your friends or family to all see that your medication's been taken. So rather than getting those annoying texts off my mum, she could just go on the Google Calendar and see. And um, I went along to a uh, health hack over on Anglesey, and it received such a great reception. Like um, I'm seriously cons considering the idea of starting up as a a small business and just seeing where it can take me so that's just a bit about yeah. my project i think um one thing i have to say about your project is sort of really how you've grown personally as a designer um one of the big things i saw about you change was your sort of your business mindset really blew out of the water i think that that project really helped you sort of understand what you what you wanted to do and with regards to your course now obviously in northumbria i think that has a big big thing to do with it is that you you do have a great grasp on business now from your from your project especially working with different people as well i think collaboration was one of the the key things that you you really developed and i think that shows really in the project yeah business is always something i've i've just been super interesting from watching dragon's den and shark tank right through to setting up my own clothes company the other year which i um which i ran for a year and made a nice bit of profit on it's just something that's definitely massively interested me so it'll be interesting to see how that plays out in the future so one of the questions that we actually got on our page was from nadine about um our childhood really and and how we we got into design so um i first got into sort of circular design really and, and product design from um, I would say quite a young age and I, I sort of knew I guess when I was probably about 10, 10, 11 ish that I wanted to do some sort of creative thing and I, I, at that time really I think through to A level I didn't really realise that product design existed um, and I think in my school product design was actually known as design technology so the word product design wasn't actually in my head um but i just started out doing really creative things i liked um disassembling bikes reassembling bikes um doing all sorts anything with taking it apart and putting it back again um building stuff in my workshop uh, and then when it came to school then it came to the a level i went from uh, gcse design into a level design um and that's i think it was probably about two months towards the end of um at the end of my my year in school um, that's when I started looking at universities and that's when I found out about product design and sort of um, a bit like glass shattering in a room I sort of suddenly realized wow this is this is what I wanted to do and I don't think I could have applied any faster um, it just it completely blew out the water it was it, it just it, I was so excited to, to actually find out there was a perfect course for this that just completely surrounded itself in design um and you know obviously in a level i think one things i hated was that i had to do other courses that i didn't enjoy and i sort of said to myself wow i really wish i could just do something that is just design and and that's all i have to do so i was yeah i was over the moon when i found out about product design awesome so my story is pretty similar to ollie as well so i never really knew product design existed until my a-levels because there was a subject at our school called product design but going back further than that sometimes when i when i was younger i used to always be really interested in just things like lego 
very stereotyping, I know, but I used to just love building things and like just drawing stuff, and I was always quite creative. But growing up, I never actually wanted to be a designer. I was always interested in engineering more. So you know, throughout my GCSEs, I had in my head that I was going to try and do engineering. Even at the start of my A levels, I wanted to do engineering, but I just I never had a passion for maths and physics as much. So maths and physics used to I was all right at it, but I never used to particularly enjoy doing it. And that sort of put me off massively when we started doing engineering side of things. And because of that, I realised I wanted to be a lot more creative with what I was doing. But I think it's definitely helped me having that maths and physics background because now when I'm doing designs, I can be a lot more critical of the way it might work. I mean, not to an engineer's standard, of course, but I've realised now that I can get a lot more creative freedom with doing product design than I would if I was just doing an engineering course, for me personally. Obviously, engineers are very important, but that's just on a personal level. But especially during sixth form when I was doing product design, it really opened my eyes to me about how just creative you can be through the course, come up with with awesome ideas. And then I chose Bangor University because when I went to the course, I just liked the fact you do three work placements there. So at Bangor, rather than just doing one year out, so a sandwich year, which is what most universities do, you get to do a placement every year for eight weeks. So I really liked the fact I could maybe dabble my toe in different forms of design and just see where to go and yeah so that's why I chose the course really yeah I think one of those things is just that we get to be as creative and as wild as you want design really product design just it has no limitations you know unless you've you've got a a bad workshop but even then I don't think that that lets you stop I think you just you you can do anything you can imagine the sky's the limit, really. Exactly. Yeah. No, I definitely agree. I mean, your imagination's the only thing that's going to hold you back doing a course like that. Obviously, you've got specifications to work up against, but especially in the ideation stage, you can just go crazy. You can just come up with such amazing ideas and then just bring them back down to earth when you're actually developing them. But there's nothing stopping you from ever doing what you want. So. Exactly, yeah. Let's talk about some of the challenges and successes of the showcase page, really. It's it's kind of mad to to think that we're actually here now and, what, a few, few well, quite a few weeks ago, we were just, yeah, starting off with an idea. So probably, I'm guessing, probably one of the biggest challenges for us was finding our niche, really. We, we you know, I think you probably more than I had a, had a stronger idea on on Instagram and, and marketing and I'd only set up a personal um, a design account page on Instagram so my my knowledge on the marketing on it was quite limited and I think when we first started out it was just sort of trying to find out almost a bit like a like a jigsaw puzzle where exactly we fit in and and how we set ourselves differently to the current pages as well that was probably a, probably one of our biggest worries is that we could easily get swallowed by another page who just sort of noticed what we were doing saw that you know actually we could incorporate that as well easily have done what we we're, we're doing today really yeah the i mean the beauty of instagram is whilst there is a lot of i don't i don't want to call it competition because it's not competition but there are a lot of pages similar to us showcasing design work etc etc but a lot of them i've noticed have pivoted away from pure student design so a lot of them now they they post 
stuff from designers who've been designing for 20 years and that's great i mean it's brilliant for inspiration seeing these incredible designs but we wanted to be specifically a hub for just students and recent graduates so all the work which we post other than a few of the tutorials are just purely students or junior designers who've left uni within the last year or so so i think that's a really great form of inspiration for other students out there to just see actually they can do it i can do it we're all roughly the same age probably there might be a few older students but we're all in the same boat university students it's just a great place to really connect with other people get inspired and then showcase work which you've done through us so that hopefully a much larger audience can see it so it definitely was a challenge when we started i think both myself and oliver will agree you know get into the especially the first thousand follower mark takes so much networking so much time but it's it so a, worth it's it a in the proper end. grind guys it's a massive massive grind yeah so many messages sending to people getting ignored by people when you're trying to message them because you're just not big enough yet and but it's so worth it in the end because like anything in life you just got to slug through it and eventually you'll get bigger and we're nowhere near as big as as we dream this page can become yet so the grind's still going on every day but we're, we're yeah, so every, every little milestone is such a big deal for us i think Huge. every thousand followers that we get to we we are incredibly proud and i think that's probably one of our biggest successes is just those little milestones which to a big page probably seem like nothing but to us just getting in touch with a with another page which has say over a, a hundred thousand followers and you know and, and they're happy to talk to us or give us advice i think those are probably one of our biggest successes and something that you guys definitely take in, into account that don't forget about the little things it's just um it's something that we we really thrived on we sort of turned that success each time into energy onto the next thing and then constantly setting yourselves new targets and, and new missions um was was definitely a big deal for us you know every thousand we got we said to ourselves right how do we get to the next thousand and how do we get to the next thousand after that and yeah just just almost like domino effect just just keep it flowing never let it stop definitely and even we talk about when the hundred thousand follower pages get back to us even when we just get smaller pages like you guys as independent designers or maybe slightly bigger pages such as design essentials who've been a massive help to us they really helped us realize because they were on about 20,000 followers when we first started. So they really helped us get an understanding of how we can get to that landmark as a page. So even even that is just such a privilege to us to be able to talk so open and honestly with all these p people that run the pages. And I think that definitely as a young person, a young designer, if you can start an Instagram page to showcase your work, it's so worth doing because the amount of opportunities it can give you in the future the way you can showcase your portfolio through that is just outstanding. Like Instagram is definitely a page which I think designers need to make the most of as it's just purely visual. So, But we'll talk more in an episode later in the series about Instagram and how you can grow it, how you can avoid the perils of Instagram also. So that's one to look forward to. So I think we've got some really big plans for the future i mean we problem is i don't know whether it's good or bad to dream big but we've we've always of had some really big big ideas for for this page 
I think one of them was the the hub idea, um, and that's sort of the main one we're trying to to work on at the moment, especially with our website. Sort of, we imagine some sort of place like like LinkedIn where students can come show their you know show their work seldom really sell themselves on a platform and companies can then come along search through these students obviously not being uh, biased to to which university you went but purely looking at you as a designer and your skills and your abilities and and then they you know they're easily able to find you and i think that's that's one of the crazy future ideas that we that we have and and really i think the end goal is is being this this big hub and this big central location, a bit like how you have Google as um as a you know a search a search provider, and a, it's it's kind of the same concept here where you don't really think much of Google, and you use it all, every day on your phone, on your computer, on your laptop, and you never really think about it that much, but think how powerful that is is that it's just one place where you can find everything and I think that's sort of the same ideology that we're working with here where the showcase page could be a place where all student designers can go and even companies can come to find everything that they need um, and I think that's been um, that's been expressed really in our tutorials and, and sort of shows the key early signs of, of where this is going. A hundred percent and I think the biggest success the page is having is through these tutorials. So it's it's absolutely brilliant that we're showcasing student work and that, that will never change. That's what the page is all about. But we wanted to add more than just showcasing. So our motto at the moment is to inspire and to showcase. And so the inspiration is now coming through daily tutorials. So we've got a great bunch of designers, which you'll see are on a two-week rotor and every single day we post a new tutorial at around 12 o'clock British time which just really showcases how you can become better within that designer's personal niche so we have everything from key shot from sketching to just everything you can think of within design so we really want to expand that and then eventually compile all of them onto the website so we've got a massive catalogue so you can go on it and just see exactly what it is you want to learn through us and through the amazing followers we have which have sent in these incredible tutorials but as ever whenever we're growing there are always some challenges and the biggest challenge I think we've definitely faced other than the networking is as we've grown so of the number of submissions we started receiving I yeah, mean to, definitely, definitely. it is mind-blowing at one point we had a queue of 80 people 80 people yeah. <laughs> wanted to post with us which is i mean it's great for us we we love the fact so many of you were eager but i mean this is a few months ago now but where before we were so open to accepting every single project to post we were getting five or six projects every day and only posting two a day because we don't want to spam you guys and that just meant we were getting a net gain of three or four projects a day so the queue was just never going down and because of that we obviously changed the way we operate now so we're a lot more focused on showcasing the best showcasing what we feel is going to inspire everyone but that comes with a lot of hard decisions on our end yeah i think it was quite quite disheartening having to sort of start to say no or sort of try and slow people down really because at the end of the day we 
we love seeing all your work i think that's something that people don't quite understand you know um obviously everyone sees an instagram page as some form of profit but to us we really started this page about helping out the little man and helping out those small designers who just aren't being heard and actually do have some amazing talent so to have to yeah to have to go and tell someone yeah we can't post you straight away or we you know we can't take any any more work on from you it it was really hard but at the end of the day each post that we put up needs to be up there for a long time to actually get noticed you know if we're posting say five or six posts a day um it's sort of actually it's it's quite rude towards that that desire that young designer who we're posting because actually they're not getting the attention that we want them to have and, and not getting the that outreach that we want them to have so i think actually in in sort of the long long run of things having sort of a smaller um a smaller post a smaller post really it it helps helps them out and, and we hope that down the line that actually people will, will eventually notice these posts and really start to look into the person who actually posted that um and that's that's really behind the the website hopefully in the future exactly and the main the main message we'd have to everyone which is sending us work and we're not being able to post it because of just the quantity we're receiving is just don't be disheartened by this like i get a lot of people who when we say we can't post they just don't reply back and we're always worried we've upset them and we don't we don't want to upset anybody we're here to properly inspire people and it's great one way to do it is you can use our hashtag so if we set up a hashtag next week for example then if people are interested they can just go down hashtag and see all you guys work we'll do a post on that next week and that's one way we can get more work showcased but our actual feed itself is obviously very limited at the moment so we we really do just want to make sure that you guys aren't getting disheartened by not being shared to our feed but that's definitely for for me anyway being the biggest challenge we faced we had many phone calls <laughs> working out what we were going to do about this so yeah i think um, yeah it took us a long time to just yeah. um i think we were both yeah it was it was a lot of arguing and a lot of back and forth conversations about can we do this can we do that and 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 it's it's almost a bit like swallowing a pill really it's yeah it's quite a tough 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 decision but i think at the end of the day we've we try to do what we think is best for everyone and unfair for everyone and in the future if we can accommodate certain you know a different perhaps a different platform where we can we can end up posting more work then we then we'd be happy happy to do that but obviously if you can't post on our showcase page don't feel disheartened um watch our tutorials get the other content that we're posting and, and work on yourselves really work on your personal design pages and, and design your know, design accounts which we'll, we'll be going through in, in a few uh, episodes so definitely make sure to check that out um, on, on that cool so we've spoken about the fact we're going to talk about Instagram in a few episodes to come so now we're going to look at the future of this podcast so the future of this podcast we want it to be something which every week you guys look forward to listening to to learn more about a particular area of design specifically when you're young designers student designers and wanting to develop within yourself and also the role in which you want to become when you're older so we've got i mean we've got all sorts planned talking about work experience cvs and portfolios instagram as we've already mentioned and the list 
every day we're adding more and more onto. So we really think this is going to be such a cool educational toolkit, which we're really excited to start recording and talking about. Yeah, um, a big a big part of this this podcast is just being again sort of that same ideology with the um, with the page is that again creating a hub for information so you can uh, you can spend spend an hour scouring through the internet looking for support or, or maybe you can just listen to our podcast and we can provide you with some insight or give you some sort of direction um obviously we're just two designers so we don't we don't like to say that we we know everything obviously we don't and there are people who are specialists in various fields who know 10 times what we know so we're hoping to bring on um a few interesting hosts uh, onto our onto our podcast as well to, to talk to you guys and give you some really new information um that's probably going to be one of the most exciting things really getting to talk with some some really interesting people and hopefully uh, getting on a few of you guys as well cannot we can't wait to get you guys into the show talking about your experiences we can't wait to get external designers and professionals in their field coming in talking to us we've got a few lined up already we won't reveal anything just yet you'll have to wait and see who they are but um we're just really excited to be able to talk to them about their experiences and the thing is it's going to be a learning curve for myself and Oliver as well we can't wait to learn what these guys are gonna give us as pearls of wisdom and then share upon you as well so this is really a learning journey for all of us so we're really excited to just get on with it and every week provide you with something hopefully you really look forward to listening to so coming up on our next episode next week we'll be talking about the university experience uh, around design talking about our university course some of the strengths and weaknesses that we had um, to, what did we gain from our work experience and a few of our biggest regrets awesome see you guys next week thanks for listening thanks for listening to our latest podcast you can find more episodes on apple music spotify anchor or youtube Make sure to check out our Instagram, at Student Design Showcase, where we share the best student design work from around the world, alongside helpful daily tutorials.